0: Hey Rudy, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad mate,
1: not too bad, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, um, I, well I've just had a couple of kind of finance type questions, I mean you are treasurer of the uh, of the, the Jam Bags Board, I just wanted to know how things were going, I mean we've been doing this for just over a year now and... Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that maybe some of that fat podcasty cash should be starting to head our way by now, I mean what, what can you tell me about what where we are at financially?
1: I mean, that's a complicated question to ask us uh, straight off the bat there. I mean, there's a lot.
0: I mean, you are just there in kick. your pants. I do realise that. But, yeah, I, I still think this is the sort of thing that the treasurer should know.
1: Well, we kind of um, – there's a lot of numbers involved, and I know you're not really into that kind of stuff. So I'd have yeah. to I'd have to crunch – wait a sec. I'm just going to crunch some numbers mm. and uh, just see if you could can, can you hear the crunching? I can hear the crunching. I mean, crunching is a
0: bit of a sticky subject at the moment, what with the uh, you know, Bioware and all that sort of thing.
1: Yes, I'm just... Um, I mean, mm-hmm. put it this way. Mm-hmm. The original plan was to make loads of dosh and stop doing this.
0: Right, yeah. That I, I know how plans evolve, but go on.
1: That probably won't be happening this year. Hmm. Next year? Um that would depend on an awful lot of, uh, external factors. Uh, we've got Brexit. We've got, um, I'm uncertainty sure in the markets.
0: Sure. Okay. I don't see how it's going to affect us, but okay. It,
1: we're a global podcast. We're a global podcast. We can't get away from what's going on in the world. It just doesn't work like mm. that. It's just, you just, it's just basic economics. Okay. All right. Um, we have a few, you know, um, we've had a few outgoings this last year. I we're, we're being sued by Cockstar Games after well, our...
0: Yeah, they were kind of pissed at our expose, weren't they? But I think they had that coming.
1: But, you know, I mean, yes, um, the Kickstarter to try and fund our legal campaign got us mm. 50, 50p, and that I chipped that in to start the Kickstarter. So I, we didn't make the 200 grand there we needed.
0: I thought that was pretty pretty generous. I mean, what about those uh, shares we took out in Peter S's company? I mean, that was a sure thing, right?
1: So it turns out that um, that hasn't really yielded the dividends that Peter promised. Um, and although he said he actually got Epic Store exclusivity, what he actually meant was Epic was the only ones that would let him put the gun. there. We've we've made no money mm. from that investment. In fact, we've made quite a significant loss on that.
0: Well, dear. well, I still think it probably worked out better than the No Man's Sky investment we thought of. But still, that's not great
1: news. No. Um, Obviously, you spent a lot of our money on E3 last year. Well, yeah,
0: I thought it was important that we go there clearly and you know do some reporting.
1: Maybe you you did make some money from far right groups on the your charity work on up is down is up. Uh,
0: yeah, but, but they they some to want me to invest it back into the Trump campaign. I'm, I'm I wasn't too keen on that. Yeah, idea.
1: so we've really that, that that kind of zeroed out. And I am going to be honest. We are we are hemorrhaging. Sort of something that we, we probably need in the podcasting game. Uh, what 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 are we losing? Uh, well, listeners, um, uh, when I say losing, we don't have any. As in, we never had any. Um, well, there there was a few because I was listening to it.
0: Yeah, I, I was I was listening to it too, but I I maybe let it slip over the past couple of. Are we like fifty percent of the listener base?
1: weirdly we seem to be 75 percent wow i don't know how that i think i don't know i don't know how that works so because of that my attempt to get marketing promotions hasn't worked out because we don't market to ourselves Mm. um so we are going to need to do this a little bit longer Mm, well that's disappointing yeah well you know i mean you know george lucas had problems when he made his first film and then he made star wars so all we need to do is do something that's culturally relevant to star wars pretty easy really
0: yeah no I'm, I'm sure we can pull that out of our asses any second now
1: yeah so let's just i reckon this podcast will be the one yeah no this one will go viral for sure yeah yeah without a doubt all right let's get into it let's go <laughs> Welcome, Jam Baggers, to another episode of the Jam Baggers Gaming Podcast with myself, Rudy Manchego, and my comrade here, Mr. Dante Rodriguez.
0: Hello, Jam Baggers, and it is one year on. Hello, thank you for sticking with us.
1: We have been over the one year hurdle. We've pushed push that out. We, we did get out our, our Gaming Awards special, which was kind of yes. our retrospective for the last year. The
0: Teabag Awards, I thought that was a very successful event. Some surprising results, some good arguments, and some, uh, some games you might not expect from, from this year's gaming uh, uh, awards, because they were quite old.
1: Absolutely. So check out that bonus episode, locked as a bonus one. Um, but as, it's, as we pass the one-year hurdle, uh, don't Say, we've been thinking about, you know, I've been a bit retrospective. I've been thinking to myself, Ooh, you know, what do we need to do? What, what should we do? And, and I want to kind of get out what I guess are our, our year two, Action plan is we've got if we've got a, a, a plan you know over the next is few this years, the, is uh, the the mission the
0: mission statement we've been talking about or we wanted to come up with yeah
1: this is this is the mission statement so mm-hmm. um, uh, do we want me to start I've I've put quite a lot of thought into mission statement yeah
0: no I've put some serious thought into mine as well so so yeah you you go first with yours
1: okay ready I'm going to put I've put them into single words mm. and then I'm going to sort of say those with dramatic effect. And then that's our mission. Then I'll explain what I mean by those. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll get all the words I'm going to use. So ready? Mm -hmm.
0: Engage. Mm, It's good, isn't it? It, it, I mean, it makes me think of Captain Picard, but go ahead.
1: Right. Engage. I want more listeners. I want to engage people on what they like. And what they like is definitely me and a bit of you. (laughs) And we need to get more of me and a bit more of you, but not too much of you in there. Um to try and you know, get ourselves up to so engage our audience more, get out there, get out on social media, get it out there on meet people, go to events. We're going to go see people. We'll talk to people. We'll, we'll network. We won't just sit in the corner of EGX and drink beer like we did last time. And not talk And to you are up.
0: not getting your boy out.
1: And I will absolutely wear trousers and not get my boy out. So mm-hmm. um, that's, that's mission statement number one. Yeah.
0: That would be the slightly less of you that people want.
1: Yeah. Number two. Ready? I'm ready. Innovate. Oh, mm. mm. don't really know what that one means. To be honest, um, I'm still really learning how to do a podcast, so I don't really know how I'm going to innovate on it. But it's the kind of thing mission statements normally have.
0: Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm sure you're about to mention is, is your next word synergy.
1: Is it synergy? Mm. No, it's better than that. No, oh. ready?
0: Okay, I'm listening. E- Excavate. Oh, wow. Um, yeah,
1: I don't really know what that one means either. But it's a sound, it went with quite well with innovate. Well, they do
0: rhyme really nicely. I mean, uh, I think it's something to do with digging, but I'm not really all that sure.
1: Yes, maybe we're going to dig to the heart of the the gaming industry? Maybe. We could get some more of these exclusives. I mean, I think our news is pretty... We break quite a lot of big news, just no one listens to us.
0: Well, to to be honest, I I haven't heard any other news outlets
1: covering the same stories that we have. We seem to be there first on all of these stories. Absolutely. So... There we've got it. We've got engage, innovate, and excavate. That's our mission mm. statement that I think we should go for. What have you got?
0: Okay, well, I'm I'm looking for... Um, I mean, I haven't put it into single words like you have, but, uh, but I'm looking to, to influence the very culture of gaming, so cultural shift.
1: Right, yeah, I like it. Keep going. Give me what you got.
0: I want every single game back to the beginning of time to relabel their control styles
1: oh. from normal...
0: Norms to up is up, and inverted to be relabeled to down is up. And uh, I want that to go uh, back all that's... the way back to the PS2 and the PS1. Every single game rewritten in the code to change it to that.
1: Oh, we've been through this. This, this is a non start You're not going to get. You're not even going to get them to do it for future games. How are you going to get them backwards compatible? It's not going to work. Oh.
0: I think there might be enough support for my cause in the kind of inverted communities.
1: What community?
0: Weirdos I meet on Twitter. Just shut up.
1: This is your Twitter life. No, this is... Oh, okay. So I've come up with three key strategy points, and your point is you want every single game ever created to be reworked and published because you think it's a good idea.
0: I... Like to think I've set myself an achievable
1: goal there, yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, this is this
0: why, is. A, why, why just? Why wouldn't they? It, this it, it is makes no, so this much is, more sense.
1: You know, this this topic is the yako mm. owner of jam bags. Do you know what I mean? It's it's going to drive us apart. You're gonna you're gonna fracture it. I'm going to be putting out you know consistently good stuff, and you're off there in the corner doing your own thing, like with a f***ing tambourine and a and a flipping I don't know beret on. Hey, give peace a chance, motherfucker. Uh, right, should we go on with the news? Should we go on with the news?
0: There are, there's some good news this time, so let, yeah, let's we've get, got let's some go good news. Some let's news.
1: news. Let's get on. Let's get on with the news.
0: Okay, Jam Baggers, and welcome to From the Jam Bags, our regular news segment, and we are going straight to a piece of uh, live breaking news uh, for you here on the Jam Bags. Uh, this piece of news comes from Rudy Manchego. Rudy, hit us with it. I know this is an exciting piece of news. We want to hear it. This
1: this is pretty awesome, uh, breaking out there. Now, people um, across the world are rejoicing about this, and this is something that I'm, I'm personally invested in. So the news is, on the PlayStation Network, the biggest gaming network, you know, in the world right now in terms of subscribers, <laughs> yeah. um, you I have now changed my PSN user ID. Um, it's what? taken many years. Yeah. So I was, as you're aware, um, I went by the title, which, you know, I might have been drunk when I wrote it, but it was mm. Billy underscore Big underscore Balls 69.
0: Well, that's my secret name for you as well. How could you change that?
1: Yeah. And I thought to keep it on brand, I'm now Rudy underscore Manchego.
0: What? Yep. Yeah. Who the hell's gonna know who that is?
1: Well, right, so yeah, because I was getting a lot of flack uh online for my Billy uh underscore big underscore balls sixty nine. It's actually quite a mouthful to say, like the balls. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna it's gonna change it really I go, Keep it on brand again, mm. innovate.
0: Well, I mean engage.
1: I, I mean I, excavate. <laughs> excavate. Yes, yeah. yes, no. excavate my balls.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely gonna excavate your balls. Uh well. Yeah, I've often thought about changing because you could do it from, uh, for Xbox Live for, for quite a while now as long as you kind of pay up the money. And I'm pretty tight when it comes to getting rid of what were Microsoft points and now is just kind of cold hard cash, but. You know, I did get a lot of abuse for Dan Solo. Uh, it being a pretty terrible pun on a Star Wars character. In case you know, anyone hasn't isn't aware of what that uh, that was supposed to be, but
1: I could just yes, no, no one got that Dante. We're yeah. a gaming podcast. No one got that reference.
0: Nobody gets movie references on gaming po- podcasts. No, no. One got, no, I'm absolutely with you on that one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I've considered it, and yeah, you know, I suppose I could change it to be uh, on brand. Um, I just, I mean, does it cost anything to change it on PSN?
1: the first one's free after mm. that it's like seven quid
0: whoa okay
1: yeah so you know I thought it was worth changing billy underscore big underscore Balls
0: 69 mm-hmm. to rudy
1: underscore manchego so anyone on, anyone on PSN network who wants to hit me up rudy underscore manchego if you want to send a dick pic I wouldn't be upset just saying anyway um, so pretty momentous news. I don't think there's anything else we really need to go into. Is there this month?
0: Well, there's a few so- other stories that might be, well, you know, maybe at least as important as that one. Uh, don't if, think not, so.
1: Maybe a little bit more. Don't think. Don't think so.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's agree to disagree on that one. Um, okay. So next new, new story coming up, uh, Rudy. Which one of we uh, we're going to go for first?
1: We have some yeah, from your username to real Star Wars, proper Star Wars. Mm. We actually have EA revealing a new trailer for Jedi Fallen Order. I did see the trailer myself.
0: Yeah, that's uh yeah, no, it, it certainly looks okay.
1: It certainly looks like a Star Wars trailer for a game. I mm. couldn't deny that. Um and you know it's been a big hoo-ha that um, you know, uh EA have come out, EA and uh and Respawn, the developer, came out and said, it's single-player, there's no microtransactions. They're
0: bragging about the lack of mic- microtransactions.
1: Exactly. They're saying, don't worry, we know we've couple our games, but we haven't fucked this one up. Aren't we awesome? Which is a ridiculous argument. But, you know, fine, As if we want a good Star Wars game, maybe this is the way to go. The problem is, the catch with this has been, on the internet, is that everyone doesn't believe it. There's mm-hmm. going to be a catch.
0: Nobody trusts EA at the moment, do they?
1: Absolutely. This is such a, you know... Not what they do now. That how would anybody trust them? That there is going to be some kind of bizarre monetization in there. I don't know what it will be. Like maybe every time you use a force power, you got to pay for something. I don't know, but <laughs> it will be in there somewhere. I, I
0: think it's going to be at least three DLC packs of extra missions or something like that.
1: There'll be something in there if you want to. If you want to skins, if you want to be flipping <laughs> dressed as a jedi there'll be something in there that's egregiously priced because I can't see them funding a big AAA Star Wars game unless, and I say this unless. Disney demanded it mm. after Battlefront too, which I could also see happening.
0: I could believe that they are really looking to salvage their uh, their name at the moment. I mean, they they might be, you know, taking this one out, kind of not doing the aggressive monetization for this one, so that they can really fuck people in the asses on the next one.
1: Yeah, so that's that's EA. Yeah. Dante, what have you got?
0: Okay, so um, I've been looking into some of the online campaigns that have been coming up for. Uh, uh, there's a game series out there you you may have come ac- come across uh, a lot. It's a uh, Shatiro uh, player dies a lot. Uh, this is a yes. game made by yeah. um, a company called Over There Games, and they've been put on pressure to put a lower difficulty mode on 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 that particular release. So again, some, like some of the other ones that they've had, have always been uh, been quite tough, and you know, people are saying it's it's too mm. tough. The,
1: and- um, I mean, the Dark Holes series was quite tough, wasn't it?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, uh, anytime I tried to uh, to even get close to getting into dark holes, I would uh, I would often be kind of forced mm-hmm. out of those again, uh, yeah. and and left crying. To be quite honest with you, but
1: yeah, yeah that,
0: absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I mean, dark holes and Shatiro, uh, all kind of ones that are. Uh, uh, coming up under this kind of uh, microscope, at, microscope at the moment. Um, over There Games have released a, a statement about this. Um,
1: so have they buckled to demand? Have they buckled to the... Well, I mean, it's fractious, obviously, online, but, I mean, it, it is. The, I mean the sectors that are asking for difficulty, have they responded and, and are going to give that away?
0: Well, let me read it out for you. It's it's. I'm not sure I'm supposed to do it in this exact voice, but it's something like, Oh, you're going to cry now, you big babies? Games are hard. Put on your big boy pants and keep trying, you bunch of odds.
1: Okay, so they've. I'm going to guess that's a no.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that they need to put on your. It's something about yeah, putting on your big boy pants is in there, isn't it? Yeah, they they mm. they think you should mm. just man up and uh, you know approach the game in the way that they crafted it without reducing any of the challenge that's involved.
1: So I mean, not only are they. Um... You know, saying no. They've also been quite rude, uh, sworn, and been quite sexist as well by employing that you know every player is male, which, as we know, forty-seven percent of player base are female, which is a massive sector. Um, incredible, incredible to see such a you know renowned game studio put out such a press release.
0: Yeah, no, that it's 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 pretty horrific the, the kind of behaviour that they're uh, they're displaying there. To be quite honest, so um, I don't think we're going to see any change on on their game practices. Um, it does. I think it alienate players that play a game just for the story and the the kind of the visuals and stuff like that. They uh, that that kind of gamer is probably going to be alienated by that kind of response. But if they're not looking to, you know, ex- expand their player base out into those areas, then maybe they feel they've got enough money already. I don't know.
1: I guess I guess that's their point in marketing it. You know, they're that kind of that kind of company. That's that kind of game, like a it, I suppose is what they're saying. I if I agree, but hey, you know, oh. that's the internet, that's the world, that's gaming.
0: Yeah, now everyone's got their, their opinion on this, haven't they?
1: So, What's I've, next? Got another, I've got another story here. Now this is, you know, we've touched on this a bit before, but this is going back to the Epic Store, which is, you know, the new, the new boy on the block, Epic Store, Epic, uh, owners of Fortnite and uh, the Unreal Engine, wading in there, opening their own gaming store, trying to take on the monopoly that is Valve, Mm. um but generally fucking it up um <laughs> yeah, i think is probably the way to put it um Obviously, to it. they're, they're putting a lot of money into it. They've got a lot of, of dos to throw around to get a lot of exclusive games. But some data miners have found out that the Epic Store launcher is, um, first of all, they found that it was checking um, if you had Steam installed. It was having a, look at, having a bit what? of a nosy to have a look at what you're doing in Steam. Uh, interactions, um, to get things <laughs> like wish lists and friend lists across, which you have to do permission. But some further data miners found out that they're actually using your account to post fake reviews on Steam. What? to demand really? refunds on games on steam <laughs> oh. and also hijacking your social media to post humorous pictures of valve bigwig gabe newell yeah so mm, interesting <laughs> i suppose <laughs> is the way i put it
0: quite the uh the aggressive marketing tactic that the epic store is going for there
1: i mean they are going for valve you know right at the nads level right at the guys right at the the gohones. they're trying to chop them off at the at the pgs aren't they
0: to be honest, if someone could kind of do that to Valve in a way that makes them go back to actually making games again, I'd be quite happy with that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if um, hacking people's machines is the way that's going to topple the no. king.
0: It's probably not going to get Half-Life 3 released it's any time, is it?
1: It's a little bit like, you know, um, you know, trying to fight the bully, but smashing your house around the face with a cricket bat first, just to make it a bit more difficult. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's what that's what that's what I that's what put it as.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's uh, that's a pretty good analogy there.
1: Um, and lastly, you've got a, I suppose you've got a bit more of a sadder story here, and I mean, this is a serious serious topic. But, it um, is, and it, and it involves us a bit. So, so lay, lay this for me.
0: Okay, well. Again, both the stories I came up with seem to have a a theme in in terms of uh, of tears and crying because uh, digital paintings studio EcoWare uh, you may have heard of them they've kind of got a mm-hmm. big fan following uh, because of some of their uh, some of their games that uh, that have come out in the past uh, something like Big Happening which is a kind of a space based. Uh,
1: yeah yeah no, three, three, uh, three is there three is a four? I can't remember. It,
0: if you count the the, the extra kind of uh, uh, splinter one off there the uh uh big happening horsehead nebula um yeah that that, that, that could be counted as one although not in many mm-hmm. people like that one um yeah the, apparently the uh, staff print uh of uh, the treatment of staff has been uh shown under a microscope at the moment because they have been uh, reports of them Uh, working their staff so hard in crunch periods that uh, they've been reduced to tears. Uh, We've had some anonymous sources talking from the company. Uh, They said that uh, it used to be a really nice place to work, was the quote that we got from them, until, Mm. uh, well, yeah, it was, until their managers heard a podcast special about a company called Cockstar Games from, quote, some shitty YouTube channel called Bamjags or something. Idiots yeah uh well they thought that that podcast special had some good ideas about staff treatment and then decided to treat all their employees like crap
1: well this is the this is the problem with any old idiots being a startup youtube channels and uh podcasts you know this bam jacks whatever they are well yeah no uh, they, they just, need a
0: serious talking to don't they
1: i mean they're pretty up uh, massively here i think um i think so if, if i was them i'd be
0: i'd be ashamed i'd never show myself online again
1: yeah so I mean I'm calling these guys out Bam Jags, whatever your f-ing name is you you guys are jackasses and you've just ruined um you ruined EcoWare um um seriously ruined it and
0: you know we think yeah you know, Jags, we are willing to meet you in Huddersfield sainsburys car park next week sometime if I can get there if I've got enough petrol for a fight or you know a verbal argument or something yeah and
1: I and I would I will definitely get the bus um Probably the mega bus gets only quid. It's still a quid, isn't it, the mega bus? Oh yeah,
0: no, no, that's, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, for, for I'll, probably a five. The mega,
1: I'll probably get a mega bus up there for a quid, and then we'll make a day of it. We'll go for the shops or something. I don't know. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. maybe the bandjokes. So I want to kind of go to that gaming festival that's there.
1: That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. It sounds good. The kick their on. asses. Well, obviously we'll keep their asses. But once after that, we'll 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 have handshakes and we'll go mm. for a, go for a pizza or something, aren't they? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. No, no, no,
0: I'm sure they're not all all completely assholes.
1: No, I mean, yeah, be right, be right, be a good day, be a good day. Actually, looking forward to it.
0: Okay, jam bag is bound to our regular segment. Well, our regular segment where we interview uh, a gamer, one of the the jammers uh, from our fan base, and we are delighted to interview with you t- today, uh, Samuel McWeave. Hello, Samuel. Alright there. So, Samuel, you're a, uh, a long-standing uh, PlayStation fan. We've had um, a Microsoft fan and a Nintendo fan on the last couple of podcasts. So, you're here to represent the PlayStation brand. So, thank you very much for joining us.
1: You're totally welcome. Not a problem.
0: All right. So, uh, let's get straight into it. So, what is it about the PlayStation brand that attracts you to them and inspires you to be loyal to them?
1: Well, to me, really, it's like, to be honest, Sony is a Japanese company. And Japan produces the best media in the world, in my opinion. So it's very simple for me to say that Sony is is the company for me. Now, I know you have Nintendo, yeah, but they don't produce they don't produce games for adults, which is what I like to see. PlayStation. So is you place. like
0: adult games then? You very very adult games.
1: Well, well, well. No, no. I mean, what I mean by adult games is is that I like you know it's a breadth of different types of games. You've got your games like your God of Wars. You've got your You've got your kill zones, you've got your Infamuses and your, and your Nathan Drakes and all that. And that's all great. But you've also got your schoolgirl simulators, your PSVR bubble bath simulators from Japan. Oh. And they just give a really good balance to the way that, you know, the gamers, there's more choice out there. You don't get that from any other competition. You know, Nintendo might be a Japanese company, but they're not pushing out anything like Tang Tan Jing schoolgirl, are they?
0: No, I've not seen that on the Switch or the Xbox, in fact. So, completely.
1: Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I like them. And also, um, I think that the fact is just that they are innovators in their field and they always support whatever they release. I've, if you look at back of my collections on my shelf here, I've got a PSP Go. I've got... Uh, I toy. I've got PS moves I've owned, um PS Move, PS Move controllers. You mm. know, those big, big dildo things. I've got you know PS Vita. Dildos, yeah. yeah, the list goes on. They they support these games, these these consoles when I have these ideas. They're completely original. I put them out there, and that's what I like about Sony.
0: Mm, supporting them. Is that really how it happened? I mean, I, I confess I've not kept up with what's going on with PlayStation, but those things don't you don't see them too often. I mean, I know. Xbox and Connectors has kind of got a chequered history as well, but that's a long list well, of things you don't hear about too much.
1: Well, that's because uh, they are marketed well outside Japan, which is one of the few faults I could find with Sony.
0: Hmm. I see what you're talking about. So, um, what would you say is your favourite PlayStation exclusive?
1: Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm torn. I mean, I would say that very few consoles have ever launched with launch time as strong as NAC. Platform uh, yes. game where you put yourself together. Now, NAC, and obviously, inevitably, spawned a sequel, NAC Two, which is superior in almost every way, which is hard to do. And I, and I for one, can't wait for future installments. Uh, my money's on uh, NAC Three, uh, Nakalaka or mm-hmm. um, NACalaka Boom Boom. I reckon that's going to be the way to go. But those are very strong titles. But I must say, it's got to be. Um, hentai schoolgirl slappy slap that's probably my favorite uh playstation 4 exclusive because it's so unique and original you just don't get that from any it, other it, console is that a sony brand exclusive or
0: anything. they don't really market that one too much
1: well i mean i don't know if it's made by sony uh, but i do know that you can buy it on sony uh, console and you can't buy it on any other console so i think that makes it an exclusive in my mind so you know sony might not actively endorse it but it is it is an exclusive
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm not sure that's the same thing. Anyway, uh, apart from you know, the Hentai Schoolgirl one, what is your favorite PlayStation memory?
1: Oh, that's um I think everyone who's ever looked at a PlayStation knows exactly what their favourite PlayStation memory is. I'm going to cast your mind back if you don't mind, remember back to the uh, late '90s when PlayStation One console was out. Yeah, I know this yeah. advert on TV, and part of the way through the advert, there was this girl who had like a face like a weird space thing that was weird and like big eyes, and she was like. Uh, you conquer worlds in a funny voice. And for me, that just encapsulates all the PlayStation marketing. It's out there. I've got no idea what's wrong with her face. She had something going on there. I don't know what it was.
0: Uh, she, she had the, the, that spade face thing going. I, I think it really kind of got across the uh, possibilities that the PlayStation console, because it was very new back then. It was trying to break into a, a well-established market between Sega and Nintendo. And, you know, it was quite a new thing. Though. So
1: I mean, yeah, look, at yeah, 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 a- yeah. since then since then all the other companies are trying to copy it. i mean what's you know look at look at phil spencer with his face they're trying to get a weird face freak out of there for microsoft not working mm, but no. you know no
0: it's, it's it's not really happening anyway no, no that kind of really captured the mood of of that uh that 90s era and i think you're right on uh on that i one.
1: mean what was what was wrong with her face did we ever um, find
0: out I, I i don't know i think she she may have been related to kirsten dunce in some way but yeah, you know, uh, I'm not entirely sure what uh, what kind of uh, affliction that that may have been, but uh, but you certainly didn't forget it, did I you? Have
1: a, I have a theory. What's your theory? Well, think about it. She's got a face like a spade on one advert. Late nineties, early two thousand. Who shows up? Keira Knightley. Ooh. trace out the line of her face, trace out the line of her face. It's Kirin Art. She had a bit of work done, boom, reinvented herself. That's who it is.
0: Well, you never saw those two in the same place together, did you?
1: Yeah, exactly. You've never seen Space yeah. Face Girl again, but Art yeah. is all over the f***ing TV.
0: Yeah, no. And she, as far as I know, she's yet to be in a PlayStation game as well, so she's keeping a distance. Exactly. What someone yeah. would do.
1: Exactly. We,
0: I, I feel we're through the looking glass here, people.
1: Oh, I mean, it's just you know. I think that's true. I'm going to put something up on Twitter about it later.
0: I will look forward to reading that. Uh, so, have you ever played any other console other than the uh, the PlayStation?
1: Yeah, of course, I have played the PlayStation One. Okay. And PlayStation it? Two, and a PlayStation well, Three, yeah, I mean, and a mm. PlayStation Four. That's 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 what one, two, three four, four consoles
0: completely different consoles with the yeah. very different evolving controllers that have totally changed over the times
1: i don't uh, like your time mate
0: yeah I, I, you, you, you may be on the money there so uh any other consoles made by any other companies
1: what other companies what microsoft
0: yeah,
1: no, yeah windows unique. 95 the windows 95 the console I don't think so mm.
0: they
1: haven't got the kind of games they haven't got they haven't got where it, got where it takes
0: well, no. I mean, if you suppose you're looking at Windows 95, then you might think that uh, Minesweeper might not be quite as good as uh, some of those PS1 launch titles. But, you know, it's, yeah, they're, they're, they're worth maybe considering if you get you know
1: get don't a think so. Get me, get me an entire Slappy Slappy Schoolgirl game on, and I might be interested. But to be honest, right now, no.
0: Right. Okay. I will get in touch with Bill Gates about getting that on there. I'm not sure it's going to... Yeah, probably going to send some people around to my house with uh, that kind of request. Anyway, what is it that most excites you about the future of PlayStation? What's coming up that you're looking forward to?
1: All right, I can tell you, right, this is an easy one, right? Listen to this. PlayStation 1, boom. PlayStation 2, boom. PlayStation 3, boom. PlayStation 4, boom. Next, what do you reckon it's going to be?
0: PlayStation Zero? I mean, I have an Xbox, so I'm guessing it's about to go in a different direction.
1: What the? What are you on about? It's going to be the PlayStation 5. You know where you are with a Sony console, yeah? None of this stupid, you know, 360 going round and round in circles until you don't stop, then back to one, then back to nine, then an S and an X and a 12 and a 17 and a four and a half. None of this crap. You get yourself a one, two, three, four it'll be five, boom, and now we're going to get, and you know what, after five, there'll be a six, and that's what I like, it's just standard, you know what you're going to get, that's what I want for my gamers.
0: And do we think the controller will have changed at all between those times?
1: Each game, each game console that Sony released has had a game changer of a control method in there, which is just iterated to perfection.
0: Hmm. again not sure i completely agree on that one but
1: except for the dodo sticks they were a bit shit.
0: yeah no i mean that kind of made the connect looked good by comparison i felt but but yeah also all of it shit um right so samuel thank you very much for your time thank you for coming in and talking to us about uh about playstation and we'll let get you get back to your hentai slappy slappy school world playstation games
1: thank you very much i'm gonna get myself ready for that oh yeah the gaming nation okay so state of the gaming nation this one is a bit of a special last month we had we had google uh stereo stavia stuvily
0: strudel sterilizer yeah
1: yeah we had that one there and we talked with uh dan danielson um from google who still occasionally pops up um on my Spotify account, and my other various social media accounts talking to me. But anyway, um, this month, though, this we're fortunate to record this literally as news of the next-gen Sony PlayStation console was announced. Mm. Now, pretty exciting. We are on the cusp of a new set of generations for our con- beloved consoles. Lots of questions of whether there'll be more um, generations, whether things become more iterative, like mobile phones or that kind of shizzle-bizzle. Mm. But uh, we're, you know, we're got our first glimpse of it. So Sony's come out unannounced, big guns, did an interview with a magazine, uh, I think it was Wired Magazine or The Verge, I can't remember which way around it was, but, and released some, not a lot of details, but a few things just to give an idea of what they're actually, what they're actually be putting out there. So, game changing or not game changing, Dante, what do you think?
0: Well, um, again, having heard all about uh, how great PlayStations are from, uh, from Samuel Weed a few minutes ago, um, you know, I think, It'll probably be just a, a very powerful console, just a very powerful PlayStation. It'll be more of the same. It'll be the same type of controller, the same types of games. I, I you know, I know they're innovators and excavators over there at Sony, but um, yeah, I'm okay. 8K graphics is going to be great if anyone's going to have an 8K TV, which you know I don't. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be impressive. I'm, I'm not sure about game changing.
1: Well, um, I'm going to just answer that for you. You're talking bollocks. This is going to be just literally shit your pants amazing. I can guarantee it. And I just want to get out there. So, one of the things I have managed to arrange for you, uh, Dante, and we'll we'll play the, we'll kind of do a skip forward in time, is Mm -hmm. I've managed to organize an interview with, this is pretty wild actually. I pretended to be a real journalist, (laughs) Uh, well, a manager for a real journalist, and get you an interview with Mark Cherney. Oh. Mark Cherney is the guy who designed. PlayStation 4, but more importantly, this is Samuel Mc. We would like this. He's also um, helped produce knack and knack two, oh. and also you know oversee lots of difficult stuff. And he comes out on stage and he's a very nice guy. So I've tricked us in the sense that we're a big tech magazine, um, so you got to keep us technical. This guy's a tech head, but if you want to have a quick interview with him, we'll play the results of it. Um, you want to go off and interview him now? Mm. Uh, I've got his direct dial. I've pinged that over to you on WhatsApp. You okay. can be cool. Um, and we'll come back at the end discuss, um discuss, re-record a bit of our reactions to that. Okay. So remember, keep it really technical. I know you're not really into that thing, but this guy is like flipping Rain Man with consoles. You know what I mean? He's mm. just, he's really, really on it. So you need to, don't make us look like dicks, okay?
0: Right. I will do my best. What What does he, he think? He knows we're called jam bags, right? He doesn't think we're called anything different.
1: Um. No, he, well... Yes, um, but I might have said that that's the name of an article, and we're actually Forbes magazine. Forbes, yeah. right? Okay, um,
0: I, <laughs> so I have to be actually, I have to know know some stuff about stuff for this.
1: Oh, I just wait, you'll be fine. but we'll just keep it really technical and don't fluff it up because it's big for us. This is this is we are. Don't forget engaging innovating and excavating that's what it's all about okay so let's just do this okay I think you go, may be you... digging
0: some kind of hole here but yeah go ahead all right i'll give give send me the number and i'll go do yeah yep,
1: yep. it's with you now it's with you now okay okay just give it a dial okay
0: Hi, I'm trying to get in touch with uh, Mark Cherney.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is Mark. Yeah. Oh,
0: Mark. Yeah, it really was your direct dial. That's that. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's. Uh... Is, okay, this, so uh,
1: this is this this the uh, that their uh, Forbes magazine?
0: Yes, this is Dante Rodriguez.
1: The... Oh wow! And you guys are interested in our in like our little console there, yeah.
0: Yes, we are. No, we, we, we've heard a little bit about it, and uh, we, we, we would like to know some more uh, about it, Mister Journey, Sir. That's uh, that's 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 why we're getting in touch with you. We are obviously a global uh, publication, uh, Forbes. Certainly not a crappy podcast
1: at all. Yeah, I mean, you're a. You're, uh... You're uh, your boss man, the guy, guy who said he was like uh, you know, how you say in charge you said that uh, you were the the most technical savvy uh, reporter in, in the field. So uh yeah, we're looking forward to um
0: Really the talking f- some talking about. Sorry, oh, oh anyway.
1: Um, what? what was that?
0: No, nothing. Uh, oh just...
1: wow, it's had like some some distortion or something. I don't know. Geez. No, no, just... I mean, just... geez, are you okay?
0: Yeah, I, 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 every time he refers to it, we're, we're kind of at the same level in our organization. He's. Uh, he, didn't he's
1: sound. Didn't sound like that to me? I mean, it sounded like cool, like he was, um, like quite a lot of your superior.
0: Well, he does a really good job at sounding like a twat. I mean, yeah, like a superior what? guy. Um, anyway, let's get to the tech of it all, shall we? Tech, 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 Yeah. Funny kind of teraflops and stuff. So, how many teraflops does the PS Five have?
1: Oh wow, that's a good. That's a good question right the bottom. I mean, you got you there uh I know, like eight terror rear flops of of uh gigaflights and all that's um, all in there. So when you play your games there, your big old um, open world games, you'll have uh terra flops of things to do stuff with and that's pretty uh wow. pretty important for the I- consoles, I would imagine.
0: I can see why you get your reputation as, as such a genius, sir. It's it's an absolute honor to be uh, talking with you. Oh, you
1: me. are you are more than welcome.
0: So, yeah, when you say it supports eight K graphics, I mean, what does that really mean? What kind of uh, level of uh, graphical processing are we talking about here?
1: Well, I mean, that's really, um, I mean, wow, uh, you you get at the heart of the, the console's guts here. But uh, you know that you know currently the uh, the Xbox One X and the uh, the uh, that their PlayStation Pro that we put out there, PlayStation Four Pro, well, they they do forms of you know four uh, K uh, graphics, yeah. Yep, yep. So this is the four K times two.
0: This is the the, the knife and four K. Um, so four K times two, so it's eight K graphics.
1: Exactly. So you take you take your your four there. You got your four, and then you put a big times two next to it and it equals Ooh. and you get yourself your eight K there. And that's, well, that's, that's times two is good.
0: That's that kind of numbers is the kind of numbers that really blow my mind. Thank you again for, uh, for yeah, I point.
1: mean, it's, I don't want to, you know, it's quite technical there, but I mean, yeah, that's really what you, yeah, you're getting there with those eight um, of your K's.
0: Yeah, no, I, you always need a few more, few more K's. So, uh what are the advantages of having uh having an SSD uh instead of a uh, a standard HD in the uh PlayStation 5?
1: Oh wow, I mean um you know uh the standard HD makes a kind of like whirring clunky sound like mm. sound yeah. Uh but the SSD sounds really quick and just goes And that's that's what it what it does there, yeah. So um, you got the big one that goes like, and then you got the small one that goes, and that's that's really the main thing that's going on under the hood there. And uh, you can it's a bit it's a bit quicker um, to to get in there and stuff.
0: Sorry, I am definitely on the line with Mark Cherney. Right? Oh yeah,
1: is- yeah, Mark Mark Cherney here. Just uh, I did knack.
0: I'm sure you did, and a, a that neck too. Yeah, because a boom neckerlek, very, very, very good. Uh, kind of, of how do you know
1: that's the that's the development title for our third one?
0: It just seemed like the obvious thing to call it. To be honest, uh, it's a kind of title writer's dream. Uh, if if I'm completely honest with you, there. Oh
1: wow! Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I I came up with that one myself.
0: I'm impressed. So uh, we've got the new. Uh, AMD chip going into the, uh, into the console. What, uh, how much better is that going to be than the previous, uh, PS4 incarnation?
1: Well, previous architecture was, um, you know, when we had the PlayStation three, it was a very complicated architecture. It was, um, had like lots of bits of chips all over the the shop there, but with PlayStation four, we, we, we made it one chipset and, um, have any dipper or any of those things, and so we we just had this chip. And now with the PlayStation Five, we're mm. going to have like um, a, a chip that's it's bigger um, uh, and and a bit better.
0: Right, bigger and better. Okay, that's you
1: heard it there, Spur Sir.
0: That's that's fantastic. Then thank you very much for for this highly insightful, innovative, and excavative uh, technical. Breakdown of your chip.
1: Did I mention VR?
0: You didn't mention VR, but please go ahead and mention VR.
1: You can use VR.
0: Wow, mind blowing. Thank you. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Did, mm-hmm. Did, did you mention backwards compatibility?
1: Uh, I did not, but yeah. So you'll be able to play uh, games backwards from now on. So not just uh, playing them, you know, with that there, you know start at the start and at the end you can go mental and play them backwards um, and the games would be compatible backwards Mm. that's pretty that's a pretty big unique selling point right there right yeah
0: so can I play my games with inverted controls
1: oh god no I mean no, I mean you've got to you got to design consoles for the ninety nine percent. There's always going to be one percent that drops out of your, your your design. There, I mean, I can't think of anyone that wants backward controls like that. That's just uh, that's just mad,
0: right? Me and my channel from outside Xbox to come around and duff you up, right? Oh, anyway, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's not very important. What Forbes-like. are you? What? No, no, uh, sorry, that's not really. Sorry, uh, Forbes. Uh, yes, I'm. Yeah, from you're Forbes. from Forbes, mm, and and you're definitely a genius. Um,
1: Mark Cherney, that's right, that's me.
0: That's yeah, and you're definitely not just some guy that wandered into his office.
1: Oh no, no, I'm Mark Charity. I've got glasses.
0: They make you look very intelligent, uh, sir. So, no, oh yeah,
1: and, uh, okay. they they're, they're really good to see in these glasses. You can Ooh. look out of them, and do um, you like my colorful shirt?
0: I think it's fantastic. I'm really glad I chose to do this as a video call. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty purple, right?
0: Okay, so the PlayStation 5 has twice as many K, has a slightly less noisy HD drive. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Has a lot of flops.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, if you could imagine, the flops are just, uh, we sent the Man on the Moon with half a flop. Uh, we've got like a teraflops. That's pretty impressive, right?
0: Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, just, let's just, just just call it. This interview has been a complete fucking waste of time.
1: What? What? This is Forbes, right?
0: This is Forbes. Yeah. If you want to sue anyone about my conduct during this interview, you send the bill to fucking Forbes magazine. Okay.
1: Well, I will. I will do that. Jeez. I've never been so insolent. I mean, I, I make knack too, knack too. Knack oh, you. So Dante, is it fair to say that your I call think... with Mark did not go quite as well, uh, and that Forbes are now going to receive a lawsuit from a senior Sony rep?
0: If he was in fact a senior Sony rep, I mean, I, I, I you know, for for a genius, he did sound like he was a car salesman from North Dakota. Uh,
1: well, I'm fair well. It was. The Mark Cheney, I'm, I'm certain it was. I mean, I put quite a lot of effort into the getting the. Well, I mean, in a phone book um, in the US, yeah. but yeah. No, I mean, okay. So, what did you? What did you learn from? What's your opinion now, having talked to talked to Mark Cheney?
0: I think it's just going to be another PlayStation that plays games that look slightly better than the
1: last gen, and it's going to be a bit floppier. I mean, it's clear you're not very technical, don't say, because um, right. what I picked up was those teraflops are pretty impressive. And it is not – it's 4K times two. I mean, just do the math. Give me a second. Yes. I'll just do the math.
0: Yes, very very British sounding That's as doing the math there. That's 8K. Uh, yeah, okay. 8K, a- eight whole K, double double the K. Exactly. Yeah. No, that, I can't see how that could possibly fail to – Completely revolutionise and excavatorialise the gaming industry.
1: Exactly. You'll be a Sony pony yet, Dante. A Sony pony yet. Metro Fauna?
2: No, Retro Corner.
0: And hello, Jam Baggers. We are now to our new regular segment of Retro Corner, where we talk about some of the uh, more old-school games that uh, Rudy and Dante uh, like to get involved with. Uh, Rudy, what have you got for us this month?
1: Well, I'm going to just throw you something to you. As you know, um, being a bit of a, a, a newbie, but an avid hardware collector and a game collector, mm-hmm. um, I had a dream the other day that was every, every re- Retro is dream. I dreamt. Shadowlight. I went to a charity shop mm-hmm. uh, nearby. Yeah, and they had a Sega 32X with the entire game library. And the 32X was one pound ninety nine, and the entire game library was fifteen pounds.
0: A 32X. I will confess that it being a newbie, as you said, that is not one I'm familiar with. Can you get bring me up to speed on the 32X? Are you kidding? it's it's just never come out I know my, my Mega Drive's, my Master System's my Commodore 64's my uh, Spe- ZX Spectrum's and that sort of thing, but 32X I mean, uh, CD32 that was a thing, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, that was an Amiga but look, okay, right. right, let me tell you a little story, I'm just going to put some music on to set the scene, okay? Okay, Ready? Okay, just do it. We're going to do our kind of time warp, ready? A little bit of retro mm. history Picture yourself, Dante.
0: Mm.
1: It's the 1990s, the early 1990s. Remember them well? Yeah. Nintendo used to be dominant in the 80s with the NES. However, Sega came up fast. In Japan, they didn't do that well. But in the Sega of America under Tom Kalinsk, they started to do really well. P.S. I may have pronounced his name wrong. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've just I've read the book about it. Anyway, Tom Kalinsk was going gung-ho, managing at Sega and uh, do the whole slogan of Sega do one, Nintendo don't. Sega were riding high globally, particularly in the UK and in the US. Mega mm. Drives were selling all over the place. But then, friction. Oh. Sega in Japan started to whop out accessories like nobody's business. First came the Mega CD. Yeah, in mm. games like Night Trap. But after that, Everyone was looking forward to the future, new generation of consoles, and Sega of America, Douglas was saying, "We're going to need to look forward to the next console," and they were developing the Saturn. But for some mad-ass reason, they use a bunch of resources producing yet another. Say that again. Another peripheral for the Mega Drive called the 32X, and unlike the CD, which was a CD-ROM, this was another cart-based system. But Mm. you put a basically a big, like, lumpy piece of plastic into the cartridge slot and then put another cartridge slot on top of that and it gave you slightly better graphics and slightly better processing. Literally, mm. hardly anything. It, and it did very little to it. And there wasn't that many games. Um, the games weren't compatible with any other consoles and uh, sold literally nothing um, in 1994. And is widely seen as the move started to push... Sega down in the console wars and led to the sort of decline with the Saturn. Um, mm. Reason being that uh, it started starting to sort of splinter the market. What was it? What is the device? However, what it means from a retro gaming perspective is that there's not as many of them out there because it wasn't sell that many. Since it didn't sell that many, you can't get hold of one. And I've always wanted one, again, because someone I used to know as a kid had one, because it was a Star Wars game. I had a Star Wars arcade game on it. Um, I really want to give it a go, but it's quite hard to get hold of. And they go for over £100 normally on eBay. So I was like, Ooh. in my dream, I woke up, I was worryingly moist um, <laughs> all over. That is worrying for you. It very, I was very moist. Um, and I wake up thinking, oh, I can't believe I managed to pick one up for £1.99. And then I realised that uh, I hadn't picked one up my nine, and I was covered in a sticky translucent goo. So... Mm. So yeah, that's a little bit snapshot. So that's that's my retro gaming, which is there. As for, as for anything else, um, I was also this is a slightly I was actually uh, ripped off on eBay, but it has a happy ending. But <laughs> I was looking for a copy of Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, played Zero Mission last year. I absolutely loved to Metroid games. I've never played. it I don't want to play it in its original hardware, no emulation. So. I was looking to buy one, and you can pick up a car only for a bit of money, but on eBay, I did find one for £6, and I was like, this feels like a rip-off,
2: that
1: hmm. I'm going to drop six quid on this, because, you know, it's only six quid. And lo and behold, after two and a half weeks, didn't turn up, uh, emailed the guy, he was like, Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to get into contact with your Sultan office because uh, I'm sure it's got stuck there or something. So as soon as I got that email, I was <laughs> like, OK, I've been ripped off. Then this is going to go on. But weirdly enough, the next day, I was just like, yeah, they're going to deliver it to you the next day after that. Mm. Didn't arrive. The day after that, without me prompting, I was just like, oh, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's lost. Here's your money back. I didn't pay my money back. <laughs> I was <laughs> pretty careful. but I was like well it was only 6 quid and I made a punt because I thought well 6 quid I'll lose it but the, game's, the game goes for about 15-20 pounds so I was like alright yeah. oh, it's cheaper so that was my failed r- I've had one dream about a retro console <laughs> and I got ripped off for a Game Boy Advance game that never turned up. oh on.
0: man yeah. I mean it's not a retro console but you know, I should have seen it was a rip off I, I did find some slightly less than legit re- website that thought it was going to sell me a uh, Xbox One X for like 60 quid or something like that
1: mm. Yeah, did it?
0: No, it didn't. I went in for a punt and I thought, you know, what if it's true? Um, but yeah, no, that didn't really happen. So I, I got my money back from the bank when the website just disappeared overnight. So,
1: Wow, that is a... Um, yeah, well, good news on getting your money back.
0: Um, yeah, no, at least I didn't lose anything. Like I say, what if it had turned out to be true and someone had gotten them for that price somehow? But yeah, no, I, it, it, it was ill-advised, to be honest.
1: Wow, that is. This is like a consumer watchdog section, isn't it? Really. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else from what you read on the internet? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, and also, those you didn't buy any of those pills, did you?
0: No, uh, just a few of them. They, Have they, they? They, they? Well, it got a little bit, but it got really hairy too. Um, I, I don't really want to talk about it in front of the listeners, but um, retro games. So yeah, I've been going back over some some retro classics. Um, not the best reviewed games out there, but personal favourites for me. And uh, with some very dodgy sounding names, uh, I've been playing uh, Stranglehold uh, and Wet.
1: Wet. Give me yeah. I, I Stranglehold. No, that's a John Wu game. Yeah. 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 But give me give me give me the Wet.
0: Wet is um, very much like Stranglehold in a way. It's kind of a bit more of a grindhousey feel to it. It's got Eliza Dushku as the uh, as the lead voice, playing a, a kind of like a samurai sword wheeling gun toting uh, female grindhouse style assassin. Uh, sort of uh, very sort of movement based. It's almost like Tony Hawk's Pro Shooter in a way. It's kind of uh, probably uh, inspired things like oh, what was that game on that that Xbox exclusive that they thought was going to be good but wasn't. Um, forgot the name of it but it's uh but yeah it's one of those kind of very kinetic based uh shooters uh lots of it's a bit like max Payne, but you get unlimited bullet time and it's all about making uh uh sort of stylish kills and and going through the, the very grindhousey kind of plot it's got malcolm mcdowell as a voice in it as well um alan cumming i believe is a voice in it too okay um, but mm. i'll pretty much buy anything with Eliza dushku in it uh, anyway but uh but yeah, I played it first time around on the uh, on the 360, and I had a great time with it. And it was very much in that style of, of, of stranglehold, of having that kind of bullet-timey, shootery-type gameplay.
2: Hmm, okay. So yeah, I'm
0: getting into those. And just earlier today, um, a game that I've never gone in for, and I'm really looking forward to giving it a try to... Uh, Basically, because Jake from uh, Special Moves keeps talking about it so often, uh, Fable 2 I got for a couple of quid. Ooh, my okay, CDX. yeah. And uh, ev- it really has a very dedicated following that game, and I'm really looking forward to getting involved with it because I'm such a big Witcher fan, and I think it, it's kind of a, a similar kind of gameplay style or story style uh, to that one. I could be completely wrong, I don't know that much about it. I'm just wanting to kind of be uh, to see what everyone else sees on that one.
1: Mm, Okay. Yeah, I've never never experimented with Fable myself, so...
0: Back when Xbox exclusives were good things.
1: Yeah, as in when there were some.
0: When there were some, worth talking about, for sure. Not just, you know, Cuphead.
1: Okay then, well, let's um, let's wrap that up. That was our Retro Corner, so probably not the most exciting of Retro Corners. No, Um, I don't
0: think people needed to hear about your your kind of uh, moist dreams, but hey... Well, I think we're, we... are trying.
1: What I would say though listen, is that if you do see a 32X in a charity shop for one ninety nine, please do purchase it, and I promise I will send you the £2 plus postage.
0: He will. He really will. He, he, he's trying to get me to buy him a Wii U without his wife doing the other week. It was... It was
1: pathetic. A tricky situation think, to be in, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pathetic. pathetic. Pathetic
0: that I didn't go through with it, to be honest. Like, he, he's chastised me for it quite a lot lately.
1: So that is the end of the podcast and it's time to get into our questions, I suppose. Yeah, um, let's see what's
0: in the uh, in the bag of jam bag questions.
1: So what have we got here, Dante?
0: We have a question from uh, a listener known as Breezeblock and Breezeblock has asked, what is our favourite uh, point and click adventure game? So in the sort of maniac mansion style uh, mm. of, of game. So, did you ever go in for that style of game, Rudy? And if so, what was your uh, what was your favorite of the genre?
1: I had problems with patience as a child, not like the card game as in being patient. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm. so I struggled with those games, but Secret Monkey Island, um, Oh yes. and Day of the Tentacle and Full <laughs> Throttle were, Full Throttle
0: was amazing,
1: yeah. were very very popular. When we were at high school, um, mm-hmm. and I mean, people first got their PCs, I first got their PCs, so I had, I think, all three of those games. I would say the one that stands out for me just because I remember it, and also I did replay it on the PlayStation Vita uh, mm. two, or three years ago. It was Day of the Tentacle. Yeah,
0: that had a really good remaster. I played
1: that on my iPad all the way through, and, and I did love that. Um, and but I must say, Point and Click is a weird genre, which is that. The games are actually really short, but they're impossibly tricky because it's such like, you know, hover over everything, combine the right thing, trial and error, all that kind of stuff to get it right to actually generate Particularly the next stuff. Particularly
0: uh, the Monkey Island type ones where, uh, you know, the, what you actually have to do is sometimes so bizarre that why would you even think of that in the first place?
1: Yeah, and, and I guess, and I can see its popularity, but I would say that I was too impatient as a youngster to actually do that. I was... I would just get frustrated. And as you know, pre internet, so you know, if you were stuck, you had to rely on a mate to do it. And uh, I do remember there was a classmate of ours, um high school. Uh not knowing many because you know, it's that would be horrendous. But uh he had completed Monkey Island without any any help or guidance or anything and spent literally hours and hours on it. Um, which is, you know, fair enough. Did well. So he did it. But um yeah, how about yourself?
0: Well, I think uh, it was a game style that I really got into uh, when I was kind of uh, growing up as a gamer and the Amiga had, uh, had Monkey Island on it, which I, I really did enjoy. Um, so I mean, we've already mentioned that, and that, that certainly gets a special place uh, for me. Uh, I would say that two of my favorites, leaning more into the sci-fi area, maybe not the, the biggest names here, was uh, Beneath the Steel Sky
1: yeah I remember that I remember uh, that's probably you that told me about it but I can remember the cover art for it mm. but um, I can't actually remember playing it
0: uh, it was one of those point of click, click games where you could actually die there was actually something at stake whereas in a lot of the, the Lucasfilm ones uh, you couldn't there was no uh, there was no danger there mm. uh, the, the the art done by Dave Gibbons was, was actually rather good all the, the backgrounds it was, it was like a Ooh, wow, real yeah. yeah like a real graphic novel uh, Dave Gibbons
1: of, uh, of Watchmen fame
0: of Watchmen fame, all those Alan Moore collaborations, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he's yeah, he's one of the greats, truly, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's a reissue done on on iOS, on the uh, I think it's just the iPhone, it might be the iPad as well. It's it's well worth uh, having a go if you can pick it pick it up cheap. Uh, also, one which lots of people didn't like who's
1: kind of a favourite of mine was the Dig. I was going to say this is the one with the astronauts on the cover. Is that right?
0: Yeah, the astronauts on the cover, the uh, the asteroid that turns into a little kind of crystal chip that takes them away to another world. Sorry, spoilers for anyone who's ever thinking of playing it. I um, cool, imagine yeah. if that
1: exploded on, on like, social media, the thing that got us there was that you've, you've <laughs> ruined a plot point from a game from what, 1994 or 5? That'd, yeah. be, that'd be amazing.
0: I'm pretty sure that plot point was probably on the blurb on the back of it as well. So uh, I, th- I think I might be safe, but you never know what might go viral uh, viral these days. But uh, yeah, with uh, Robert Patrick, the, the Terminator 2 as the voice, mm. he did, oh, yeah. did a fine job. Um, always kind of hoped that would be a film. I think it, it when that uh, project was first conceptualized, it was supposed to be a Spielberg film and he couldn't get the money for it. So it ended up as a, a game instead. And a lot of people played the game and thought, "Yeah, this would have made a terrible film." So yeah, they kind of <laughs> thought it wasn't a particularly good right either. Side but there. yeah, yeah. But but I I loved it. The soundtrack was amazing. It had the kind of very ethereal um, sort, sort of thing that might go into an ASMR podcast or something like that. I agree. I also concur. We should do that. I'm coming round to your way of thinking. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, so those two uh, are standouts, but also full throttle monkey island. Uh, it it was it was a big genre for me kind of growing up and uh, I, I really got into, into that type of game.
1: Excellent, and um, we only have one other question which is a bizarre one. Okay, yeah,
0: which no you comes, haven't told me about this yet. Comes
1: from um, one of our one of our listeners who who knows us, and it's a request for it's a request for me to do an impression of someone popping a bottle of wine uh, that I make with my mouth. <laughs> I don't know how it's related to gaming. Did, sorry, everyone.
0: Did we explain to Crowbar that this was a, a, a gaming podcast?
1: This may have escaped his attention. However, I will, you know, I do. We do what our readers request. Our uh, listeners, sorry, not readers. A listener's request. So, ready? Mm. To everyone this is
0: the is the correct term, list Yeah, alright, alright,
1: alright Ready?
0: <clears throat> go, go right ahead
1: Oh, you ruined it, you talked Right, ready?
0: Yeah, I'm ready Go ahead, anytime
1: Did you catch that?
0: I'm sorry, I'm waiting for you to pour my glass Thank you
1: Oh, sorry, the other one
0: Yeah, I, I... Oh, I'm getting so wasted on this
1: I know, right? So um, that has been something that's got me through many a job interview, uh, mm-hmm. many a social situation. I'm like, oh, let me pretend to pour your glass out. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, very droll. <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, we're employing you as a, as a, as a, as a, as a highly scored employees. Like, Thank you very much. I will take the 70 <laughs> grand on a company car. Um, yeah. that you was- weren't
0: getting employed as a sound effect engineer for a point and click game or something, were you?
1: No, no, oddly enough, as a barrister. Um <laughs> phew, I don't know how that worked, but hey.
0: That was a tough six months for you when you were a barrister, wasn't it? It
1: was difficult because um you I tried, legal training. Yeah, life. obviously when I was when I was in the court and the mm. answer to, you know, your turn with a witness and I just went pretended to hand them a glass and went. Um, I really didn't have much else to follow that up with. And it did become problematic um, mm. several very innocent people were sent to jail because of my inability to be a barrister but you know what? you can't say I didn't give it a go I gave it a really good go
0: well as as Bart Simpson would say I didn't do it
1: yeah well that's the problem I, I, I didn't do it I um yeah and yeah it's gonna be another good four or five years till those guys get out yeah um, mm. And they're not having a good time of it. They're actually just the drugs in prison now and all that kind of stuff. But however, you know, gosh, I gave all a good go. I really, did, I really did. I really did. I pulled out. I poured like 30 or 40 glasses of invisible wine on there, during each of those trials. Um, just what else could I do? I even started to experiment don't. with like beer cans. Like that, that wasn't as good. It didn't really, that, that didn't, that went down even worse than the bottle of wine.
0: Mm, yeah, I know, I can see how that one might have bombed even more than the, than mm. the Y one. Yeah. But anyway, you, know, you, you gave it a go, and like I say, they, they employed you in that role, so they must have thought that your sound effects mm. were worthy of the...
1: Yeah, uh, I also position. might have lied on my CV and certificates. But yeah, absolutely, I mean, that's, that's their fault. Okay, well...
0: Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Jambags Podcast Jambaggers. We will speak to you, or listen to you, or get your questions. Uh next time, please feel free to contact us on uh social media at our Facebook account at Jambags, uh on Twitter at jambags underscore UK, at the Instagram account at, also at jambags underscore UK, and all of the usual podcasting sites.
1: Yep, we're also on YouTube, uh, Jam Bags, um, and we periodically post stuff on there, or do check out our website and blog on www.jambags.co.uk, where again we periodically post blogs and thoughts and bits and bobs and random jimble jambles that pop into our cerebellum. Cerebellum? Mm. Is, that all, is cerebellum. That That's a
0: thing. I'm sure that's a thing.
1: Yeah. Anus. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> sphincter.
1: Yeah. Sphincter pops into there. we pop poop it out on our site. So yeah, do check us out. Do follow us. We really would appreciate it. Um, also a bit of a shout out. If you are a regular listener, you know, apart from the two of us, Um, if you're on iTunes or listening on any sites um, like Stitcher or whatnot if you could post a review uh, a nice review would be great so it bumps us a bit part of the stats gets us a few more listens remember uh, you know engage innovate excavate that's our 2019 to 2020 mantra for year two
0: deep digging and up is up and down is up
1: Uh, ignore the last bit but definitely the engage and the, the excavation and the innovation all that kind of stuff all that good stuff keep that in your mind bite your ass oh uh don't say to <laughs> I think we really need to scrap this up is, up is down, is left, is right, whatever yeah, you are yeah. your charity I, it's thing. Is. It's not getting us anywhere. Me. We're not getting any money.
0: I, I, it's important to me, but I get what you're saying. It's not It's not really a winner in terms of getting us the finance. Well, I've had a rethink about it, and I think the next thing – I've been on, on, on Twitter, and I've been to uh, some of those sites, and I think the next thing we need to do is to get onto Twitch.
1: Onto Twitch. Explain um, – I'm a, I'm a man in his 30s. Explain what Twitch is to me again.
0: Um, well, Twitch seems to be a thing where, where, where hot people are. Um, uh, it seems to be, you know, the, the kind of the, the, the pretty people with the strange hair and the, and the, the, the low cut tops and stuff. Um, it, it's uh, sorry, it back up.
1: Where- so you, what's the core concept? you do? you You watch other people. Gaming. well they
0: they, they 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 talk about streaming and, and then I, I think well I, I don't really want to see you urinate so I kind of turn off at that point but yeah they, they it's it's something to do with people that do gaming uh, that are pretty and um, you know there's some good looking blogs on there as well and uh, you know I think that we should be among those people because they're really really rather nice people
1: so what what would you expect say say that I went on this um Twitch or Twitchy thing. Twitchy, what, yeah. what would I, what are you what are you saying? You seem to be putting an awful lot of emphasis on how I would look.
0: Hmm. Well, we've got our cartoon characters. We'd be fine. We just kind of use those, but, but you yeah, know, the, 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 the other people around us would, would make us look better. Uh, maybe it's a good idea for one of us. Uh, maybe you to, to Google what Twitch is.
1: It's uh, a lot of work. <laughs> just, just. <sighs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just a bit worried because you're telling me that it's that like the popular streamers are all scantily clad, um, An attractive uh, man, manly men, and and lady, ladies. So, um, will we have to? What do we have to do on camera?
0: Well, like I say, I, I want to avoid the whole streaming part of it. But, uh, but I, I think well, know, that's the only
1: bit that attracted me to it.
0: Anyway, I'm just going to Google it and I'm going to see what Twitch actually is. Because apart from having nice looking people on it, it's oh, oh okay. So you're watching other people play games that that's what twitch is
1: how do we make money off that i don't
0: know um but why would i want to watch other people play games when i'd just rather play game
1: i don't know people this, are making this, money in, off this is somehow this is this industry is broken
0: it is that would be just like an, an unfunny version of Gogglebox, which is basically just Gogglebox box but with gaming I, I, what how is that a thing for people i don't get it
1: don't know. We're gonna do it though.
0: Yeah. Oh, totally. We yeah. now. We we want to get to mingle with those
1: people with the stuff. The low cut tops.
0: Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, the, all all those guys.
1: All right. Let's uh, let's explore this one then. Let's take this offline and uh, and do some investigation, some signing up, and some. We'll get our we'll get the boob tubes out and get our low cut tops, our V necks out. Yeah. yeah?
0: I'm thinking like a like a, a bright purple wig or something might get us noticed.
1: Uh yeah, I was sort of possibly thinking about shaving sight like the hedgehog into my, my head.
0: Oh mm. yeah. Maybe mm. maybe like a big chest tattoo with a Nintendo logo or something.
1: That would be good actually, yeah. Let's do that. You do say you're Nintendo and it'll be like a thing.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Kind of join them together.
1: Right, let's do that. Let's get it off the ground. Let's do this.
0: All right jam baggers, look forward to our twitch streams in uh, no 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 none no, of no, no, the streams because that's that's gross no uh just our twitch stuff in the future
1: we'll be twitching um all over the shop
0: very twitchy
1: okay